0: Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married, Married Life. Life. Action. <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of Doug
1: and Renee,
0: Married Life. Yes. Married Life.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. What you welcome talking about? back. Married Life.
0: Married life, what you say, married life, what you do, married life, married life, married life, oh yeah, oh yeah, married.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) The things that go
1: on behind the scenes. As you can hear, he cracks himself up. I sure do. And I make no apologies. And I guess that's all that matters.
0: Cracking my own self up. But we'll get it working, we'll get it fixed.
1: Yeah, in our home studio, we're trying to make some modifications and adjustments. Adjustments and modifications. uh, Y'all just bear with us as we are doing things behind the scenes that you can't see. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all good. It's all good. It's all to the glory of God. So welcome back. We are so glad that you are tuning in to our podcast we don't take it for granted and we don't take it lightly cuz you could be doing something else with your time so we pray that these podcasts continually strengthen you bless you encourage you uplift you and help your marriage to thrive mm-hmm. and strive thrive and strive
0: in 29 oh that doesn't rhyme
1: yeah and it's 2020 It's 2020. One. (laughs) So welcome back. We are continuing our discussion on the power of forgiveness. Yes. The power power of forgiveness. forgiveness.
0: So the first thing we have to do is um, blame the city of New York.
1: (laughs) New York City education. New York City
0: education. (laughs) Uh, Last week when we were talking about forgiveness... Jesus said, you know, forgive seventy times seven, which comes up to four hundred and ninety, not forty-nine. So right. we blame New York
1: City. Or not seventy-seven, because I believe, and I'll point the finger at myself, I believe I said seventy-seven, and then when you get to the seventy-eighth time, then you uh, don't have to forgive anymore. Well, uh. in fact you do, because it was seventy. Times seven, not 77.
0: We blame New York City, public education.
1: So for those of you last week who thought you had an out at number 78, pump your brakes. Yeah, PS 130,
0: you did me wrong.
1: Yeah, PS 83, you didn't help me either. But it's all good. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) So yeah, we we wanted to rectify that little Era, mm-hmm. to let you know, um, because Douglas and I say all the time we are growing and learning as well. We don't attest to having it all together and no, everything we that we're sharing with you that we've perfected it. Yeah, and yeah, we <laughs> uh, not your pastors, but any stretch of the <laughs> imagination. Um, so we definitely wanted to come back anytime to God. Anytime God shows us, uh, no, you missed it. No, you guys need to um, go back and,
0: and correct.
1: Yeah, multiplication. Yeah, or oh, something. Yeah. Um, so it's amazing both of us passed college math, right? Mm. All right. So to God be the glory mm. for that story. That's um, another, yeah. That's
0: another story for another day.
1: Yes. Yeah, so continuing our discussion yes. on the power of forgiveness, mm-hmm. Jesus said in his word, and what was the scripture in Matthew where he said we have to forgive 70 times 7? Seven? Yeah. What was that scripture?
0: Matthew 18 and 22. Okay. King James verse.
1: Okay. All right. I just wanted to package that up and give them okay. the scripture and everything that we're referring to, just yeah. in case you missed part one, but we always recommend that you listen to every episode. So that we could just move forward. So this train could keep going. This train is moving. Yes. It is moving. Yes.
0: Okay. So psychologists, you want to start off with the psychologists or you want me to start off with psychologists?
1: Um, y- yes. I wanted to add a scripture though. Okay.
0: Add a scripture.
1: Dear. Um, in Luke seventeen four, mm-hmm. and if any trespass against thee, seven times in a day and seven times in a day turn again to thee saying, I repent, meaning I'm sorry, thou shalt forgive him. We so that in the Bible. Luke 17 and four that ain't in, the Bible. in the King James version, Damn. it says, and if he trespass against thee seven times in a day and seven times in a day turn again, Saying, I repent, meaning I'm sorry, thou shalt forgive him. So it's important for you to understand that, you know, sometimes we get these little offenses and we like ready to uh, have revenge. And we'll talk about that a little bit Mm -hmm. during the power of forgiveness as well. Um, But you, if they repent, meaning they ask you to forgive them, they say, I'm sorry, whether they meant it or not, it is your responsibility in one day's time frame to forgive them 7 times. That's in the Bible. That's in the word of That's God. Red. That's in red. Jesus said it. Ouch. Yes, yeah, so if you want to my seven. my psychology major to say what psychologists uh, generally define
0: forgiveness as a conscious deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance. Toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually
1: deserve your
0: forgiveness.
1: Mm. So a lot of times, I think that's so important because I think a lot of times people don't want to forgive somebody because they don't think they deserve it. Mm. You did X, Y, Z to me. And we're still talking within the context of marriage. But again, forgiveness is applicable to any relationship um, You you may think your spouse doesn't deserve your forgiveness mm-hmm. Because what they did was the unthinkable The unthinkable um, And the Bible doesn't give you categories If they stepped on your toe, okay, you can forgive them But if they punch you in the eye, then you can't forgive them Or if you were to say what my mom says <laughs> About <stepping on> the <laughs> About to step it on the toe. Yeah. We might we might have to bring that one out okay. if we haven't already. But I think it's important for you to recognize that um we don't war against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. And so a lot of times what's going on behind the scenes of that spouse, they may not intentionally be trying to harm you or do something to offend you. And mm-hmm. even if they are, you have to make sure that you're right with God. Mm-hmm. And so forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. So whether they deserve it or not is not the point. The point is you do what you're supposed to do.
0: I think in uh, in reading that definition, um, the conscious psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision um, to release feelings of resentment. I think deliberate Mm-hmm. is a key word in there because we've been saying this since we started the uh podcast. In order to have a godly marriage, you have to be intentional. Yes. And deliberate, you have to make a deliberate decision I forgive you. And and I think that falls in line with being having an intentional marriage, intentional godly marriage. Yes. So you 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 just have to do it. I mean it I I don't want to quote um a shoe company, but just do it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I, I I get, and we. I don't want to get too far ahead of us, ahead of our, you know, in our notes and everything. But you just have to do it. That's. It's not an option.
1: It and you get to make that choice. Yeah. Nobody's going to force you. God's not going to force you. You have a free will. He's giving you the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to you to, like you said, deliberately. Or intentionally decide, I'm going to forgive my spouse. I'm going to forgive whomever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're talking about marriage here. So I'm going to forgive and let it go and give it to God. Yeah. So that I can come to God freely without the weight of unforgiveness mm-hmm. um, going with me. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, so um, you forgive people for you, not for them. And you release their power over you. It's as if they have control over your emotions, whether they realize they're doing it or not.
1: And that's crazy, because a lot of times people don't realize that they have that power Mm -hmm. over you. Some people may recognize that. But some people don't realize they have that power over you. And you walking around with this weight, with this poison, as you said last week, with you know, anxiety or stress or tension because you're angry with somebody and sometimes they don't even know you're mad at them. Yeah. They don't even know that they offended you and you're carrying this around, giving them power. They have moved on with their life.
0: They have <laughs> moved on in next phase and next stage of their life and you still stuck on, I can't believe you did this to me, I can't believe you said this to me. And in the context of marriage, um, you know, whether it's the husband, one, one of the spouse, one of the spouse, what's the word I'm looking for? One of the the, uh, the husband or the wife. Mm-hmm. They done moved on. They mm-hmm. done, because it wasn't intentional on their part. And you are just stuck in that place and you will not let it go. Mm. It's like, I'm stuck here. I can't believe you did this to me.
1: Stuck is a good word because I think. Sometimes in marriage, people don't realize why we keep going over this same thing or why we keep dealing because you're stuck in a pattern. You're stuck in unforgiveness and it's holding you back. It is um, stifling your forward progress in Mm -hmm. your marriage, your your momentum, if you will, to go to another level in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And you have to deal with that thing before it takes root.
0: And when you talk about being in a holding pattern, the the visual I got was back in the Navy. I don't see this too often when we're flying, but in the Navy, they used to put planes in a holding pattern. They would just circle until, you know, the flight deck became clear and they were able to land. Or, you know, they just circle and circle and circle. And it's like, if you're to go to what you were saying, if you and your spouse are just, trying to figure out why we keep going through this. Maybe God has you in a holding pattern and mm. he's not going to let you, you know, land this plane or land your marriage or whatever you're trying to do until you figure out or until you make a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward your spouse or the group who has harmed you, regardless yes. of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness.
1: Yes. And maybe you're wondering why... Your prayers haven't been answered as it relates to the growth of your marriage. And it could be because you're holding on to resentment, you're holding on to unforgiveness. And so your prayers are being hindered mm-hmm. because you have to deal with that thing. Yeah. And we talked about this last week, last week mm-hmm. that in the model prayer, the Our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against Mm -hmm. us. So again, God is not going to forgive us if we have not forgiven our spouse or any other person. Yeah.
0: If you have a problem forgiving, pray fast and seek professional counseling as to why um if you're dating someone from my single people and that person makes an honest mistake and you flip out on them and I can't believe you did this and da, 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 and you don't speak to them for the next 3 or 4 days you know as my as my wife said last week you need to investigate the the root cause not you you not say root cause I said yeah, root but cause
1: pray about it and about ask it. god to show you yeah. reveal reveal to you if you have unforgiveness yeah
0: and because you may need professional help. And I, I'm not I'm not being sarcastic, I'm not being funny funny, excuse me. Um, mental health, there's a lot in the news now about mental health and which is a good thing because it's a real issue and mental health is health.
1: And it we is, want right. you to
0: be healthy. Um you don't want a root of business bitterness to take hold in your relationship. And this is if this is the person you plan on marrying. And so you need to um, ask God, pray fast, talk to a professional and see why you, you know, flip out and why you go to that place where you just shut down and don't want to forgive. You know, there has to be something more to it than, you know, he didn't put the peanut butter back wherever it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And you just... Oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Okay, we're talking peanut butter here.
1: Oh, he didn't put the toilet seat down. I thought yeah. that's what you was going to say. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even thinking about that. But there, you got you to
0: gotta, you gotta look at you. You have to investigate you. You have to research you. You have to understand you. And if, I, if you don't understand you and why you go off and why you um, just snap and don't want to forgive, then how do you expect your prospective spouse to understand you.
1: So, or your current spouse.
0: Or your current spouse, yeah. So you... you I, I can't stress this enough. Um, pray and fast. Fast and pray. And seek professional help, professional counseling if, if you have a problem actually forgiving people. And because all you're doing is hurting yourself. And we'll get into that a um, little bit later. So... Um, To come back to the Bible, because we gave you a lot of our opinion and psychologists, what they say. I want to go to Genesis 4 and 1. I want to go to the first family, Adam and Eve, because I think um, I can't think of a better example in the Bible um, that talks about marital forgiveness. And so I'm not going to go through the whole story. I will allow you, you know, you can read the story of Adam and Eve. And I'm not going to get into who did what and who ate what and who didn't cover each other. That, I'm, I'm, I'm past that point. They're Genesis 4 and 1. They're out of the garden. Right? Out of the garden. God, God took, banned them from the garden. He said, can't hang here because you ate off the tree. Okay. Now we're past that point. Nowhere in the Bible did I ever read in all these different translations I, I read this week where Adam and Eve blamed each other after the fact, after they got put out of the garden. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where Adam came to Eve and said, we wouldn't be going through this if you didn't do this. Or Eve came to Adam and said, well, why didn't you do this? You know, we're not in the garden anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, Now that they're in this situation, how do we handle it? Now that you're in this situation, how do you handle it? And I'm not... One of the things I, I think, like I say I think one of the things I'm most proud of, and we've shared this plenty of times on the podcast, is once we make a decision, good, bad, or indifferent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we made a decision.
1: We never point fingers yeah, we or never, place yeah, blame. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: We never came back and said, well, Doug, you did this, or Renee, if you wouldn't. No, we, we in here now. We in the situation now. How do we handle life being in this situation? And I think that Adam and Eve they never complained, or not—it wasn't written down in the Bible. So they got kicked out of the garden. First and foremost, you don't hear any complaint about that. Mm-hmm. Then one son kills the other. You don't hear them say, "Well, if we would if you would have did that, Cain wouldn't have killed Abel." And da da da. You never. We do not read that in the Bible. And I'm not saying they didn't have these conversations. But what I am saying, (laughs) behind the scenes, but what I am saying is it's not written in the Bible. They were in that situation together. And I think sometimes as husbands and wives, once you get in that situation, however you got in that situation, you're in it now. How do we deal with it? If you are going to forgive your spouse for adultery, uh, somebody may have gotten pregnant Um, somebody, whatever it may be, somebody spent money, somebody's on drugs, somebody, whatever it may be. If you decided to forgive your spouse, you're in the situation now, how do you deal with it? How do you handle it? How do you go forward? And you can't go forward by always bringing up the past. Right. You can't.
1: That's good. You stay stuck in the past. Mm -hmm. It um, hinders your forward progress
0: yeah. movement into the future. Yeah. And, and I, I thought, when I was reading about Adam and Eve, it was just mind-blowing that they never brought up mm-hmm. back in the garden, we used to do this. Back in the garden, we used to do that. After Cain killed Abel, well, we this wouldn't happen if you wouldn't have ate the tree, ate from the tree, or you wouldn't have ate the fruit. No, this wouldn't happen. That, that never is documented in the Bible. And I and husbands and wives, please hear me hear my heart. Please. You're in the situation now. And I know people are saying, well you don't, Doug, you don't know what we're in. No, I don't, but I know to get out of it, it's gonna take the both of y'all. If you
1: want to. It's going to take the both of y'all. <laughs> he <laughs> wanted to t- emphasize that thing. It's going to take the both of y'all. Yeah, it yes. may not have been perfect English, but you understood what I was
0: saying.
1: No, I like that. <laughs> that was it, emphasizing. You're going to have to
0: forgive and forgive and, and um, address it and then move on from it.
1: And don't bring it back up. Oh, my goodness. If it's an issue that you have to discuss, because remember we always talk about how important communication is, discuss it Mm -hmm. because that's a part of marriage. Mm -hmm. Having tough conversations sometimes, uh, as some people say, having intimate moments of fellowship or intense moments of fellowship or passionate discussions, whatever you choose to call it. Mm -hmm. Have the discussion, forgive, deal, deal with it, have a plan on how you're going to move forward from it, that you don't have to deal with that again. And then don't rehash it. Don't keep bringing it up. Yeah. Because I subscribe to you that unforgiveness ruins relationships. Unforgiveness can ruin a friendship. Mm -hmm. It can ruin a marriage. And you believe that your spouse is your friend. You should your best friend you should and if you are harboring ill feelings towards them because of something that you didn't communicate to them then that can fester take on a, a root of bitterness yeah. and cause your marriage to fall apart yeah ultimately at the seams at <laughs> at the seams and every other mm-hmm. part um, so I want to read this scripture to you in Proverbs seventeen nine in the Passion translation, <laughs> my favorite there translation, one of my favorites. Love overlooks the mistakes of others, but dwelling on failures of others devastates friendships. New Living Translation says it like this: Love prospers. When a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. Mm. So it's important for you to realize that unforgiveness is going to draw a line. It's going to separate you all. So you never know when a marriage has gone through a separation and you thinking, oh, it's because she or he made financial mistakes. He or she cheated on me. He or she wouldn't sleep with me. He or she is lazy and doesn't work. He or she doesn't help with the kids or around the house. The list can go on and on and on. Those are forgivable offenses. Yeah. So I subscribe to you that a lot of marriages fail because of unforgiveness. That's what I was trying to say last week. Okay, so we brought it on. We brought it on home from unforgiveness, <laughs> about
0: unforgiveness. and
1: it. which is why I wanted to talk a little bit along the lines of unforgiveness mm-hmm. this week because I understand again, because I'm married to you, um, your frame of thinking. So there's power in forgiveness. There's weakness in unforgiveness, and that weakness can cause division and it can cause separation yeah. between you and your spouse, and that's. Not the goal when you get married, whether you're singled or you're already married. That's, that's not the ultimate goal. We tell you all, all the time, our motto is divorce is not an option. So if divorce is not an option, we want to live in harmony. We're going to have to get along. We're going to have to learn to forgive. And I also um, want to subscribe to you. You have to ask sometimes, now this has nothing to do with the person who has been offended. This, I'm talking now to the offender. You have to recognize also when you made a mistake and say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I missed it. My bad. Forgive me. It's not up to you to expect your spouse to tell you that yeah. they've been aff- offended. If you feel like you've offended them and if you have a relationship with God, the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. And say, you know what? That wasn't right. You need to go and say, I'm sorry. The right way. The right way. And mean it. Yeah. Not. not psh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, in, intentionally mm-hmm. and authentically say, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. And I please forgive me. I had to do that today. And the look on Doug's face was like, uh, okay. But I had to do that. Because I felt offensive, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was the offender, and I wanted to make sure I rectified that with him, um, because I didn't want to carry around that weight. Um, And I'm—I believe he's forgiven me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah, and I I think even to go along with
0: your point, when you say I'm sorry, not not you per se, but when the spouse says I'm sorry. The other spouse, um, you gotta you gotta give people time. You know, it can't be, well I said I'm sorry, you should be over it by now. Mm. No, no, you gotta you gotta give them time. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it needs to take 40 days and 40 nights. I don't, you know, depending on what's going on, obviously. But just to um just to um if they're just in the regular Hustle and bustle of marriage, regular day in, day out of marriage. If your spouse comes to you and say, I'm sorry, it shouldn't take you. You shouldn't have to go on a seven day fast to forgive them. (laughs) to, you know, but you shouldn't. I mean, just the regular ins and outs of marriage. But you got to give people time. You can't just say, I said, I'm sorry. So you should Mm -hmm. be, you should be good. I was guilty of that. And I probably still am guilty of that because I move on to the next thing very quick. And it's like, oh, well, next thing that's part of my my job and so on and so forth is always the next day. And so I have to make sure I give Renee time, you know, after I apologize. And it could be a, an, a, a sincere apology. But I got to give her time.
1: Mm-hmm. Here's a good place to throw in your mom saying. So my mother in love, she would say this. If I step on your toe, who are you to tell me? One that it hurt and how long it hurt? So if you step on your spouse's toe or offend your spouse, you don't know how that hurt them mm-hmm. and how long it it hurt them yeah. Now that's two different things. You could still forgive somebody but still be hurt by the offense. Mm-hmm. And you have to allow people the space, as Doug said, in the time to heal from that offense. Yes, I forgive you, but it still made me feel some kind of way. It still hurt me. It still bothered me. And that could be as a result of something that happened in their childhood, in a previous relationship, at school. So you have to allow them the time to heal. Now, if this is something that carries on for a long period of time, Going back to the beginning of the podcast, it may mean that you need to seek professional help. Go mm-hmm. to a counselor yeah. and say, I, it takes me a long time to get over being hurt. And then you need to get to the root cause of that thing so that you can learn to release offenses and not allow them to have you stuck.
0: In a holding pattern.
1: In a holding pattern yeah. and not able to move forward or progress.
0: Because when you're in the holding pattern, you fly around your blessing, you can see it.
1: Mm, but but you, you can't
0: reach it. But you can't reach it. You or can't they can't it. reach
1: you or <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't your, you
0: can't touch it. You can yeah. see it. I can see it, but mm-hmm. for some reason I, I just can't grab it. Right. Cause you're in the
1: holding pattern. Right. And so just keep in mind all relationships require forgiveness, even those with with other Christians, um, with your spouse, with any type of relationship, it requires forgiveness. It's not just unbelievers mm-hmm. who can hurt us. Um, in fact, it's often God's children or even our spouse who hurt us the most. Yeah, the people, people closest close to, to us. us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll be the first to say that forgiveness is neither natural nor is it easy. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. You have to make an intent to forgive. Uh, Rather, it's a learned response that is based on God's forgiveness towards us. God is the ultimate example of forgiveness. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us.
1: We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign, Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.